there and back again. You could smell the streets of Jerusalem that day as we left the city. It had been a really hot day, the sort of day that brings everybody out onto the streets. Peddlers selling trinkets, Passover souvenirs, stalls flogging kebabs. Oh, and don't forget the rubbish. You could always smell the rubbish as you were leaving Jerusalem. Just outside the city gates it hits you. Oh, it didn't half stink, I tell you. We're on our way back home. Long walk to get back home. Three hours it took us on a hot evening like this. It was Sunday. And I have to say, we were not feeling very energetic that day. Actually, we were pretty depressed. Nothing seemed to be going right. Nothing. Everything had gone wrong, in fact. You see, there'd been this man, and he was a mighty prophet sent by God. We knew that. We saw him do amazing things. Things that if you read about, most people wouldn't believe. But our teachers and priests called him a troublemaker. They were scared of him, I think. They handed him over to be crucified. It was horrible when that happened. And we had thought that he was the one who was going to set us free from the Romans. Anyway, that's all in the past. As I say, it was Sunday. And we were leaving Jerusalem just to get back to where we lived. And me and my friend, we were just trying to make sense of it all. But it didn't make any sense. It all seemed so pointless. Why did he have to die? And what did the women mean that seen angels? And how could he be still alive when we all saw him die such a horrible death? It was all just too much and too depressing, I tell you. I just wanted to cry. It was just all completely meaningless. But then something happened. I don't know where he came from. I didn't see him behind us or across the street from us. In fact, he nearly gave us a fright. But there was a guy in the road. He just sort of drew alongside us like he just caught us up. Well, he seemed friendly enough. And he asked us what we were talking about. What we were talking about? What was all of Jerusalem talking about? My mate Cleopas, that was his name, he said, Are you the only guy in the whole of Jerusalem who doesn't know what's been happening here? He didn't mean to snap at him. It must have looked like we were biting his head off. Quite rude, really. But we couldn't believe that anybody could have come from Jerusalem and not heard about all the things that had happened during Passover. Anyway, this guy didn't seem to take offence. He just said, What things have happened? Tell me. So we told him. We told him all about the man. The amazing man who fed a whole town on two fishes and five loaves. What a day that was. And he made people better. Not just their bodies better. He did that. But I mean really better. But somehow even more amazing. He sat down to eat with some really bad characters. And we told this guy in the street. We told him how we'd hoped for so much from this man. We thought he'd come to save us. We thought he was showing us how to really live life. We thought it had all, we had it all worked out, but then he'd been killed by our own priests and guards. It all turned out to be a complete waste of time in the end. And then this guy surprised us, this guy in the road who we'd never met. He just turned to us and said, Aren't you slow? Aren't you slow to understand? Don't you understand what the prophets have said? Don't you get it? Well, that's charming, isn't it? But there was something about the way this guy spoke that made me really listen. And then he started explaining it to us as we carried on walking. He explained, well, he explained everything to us. He explained to us how the Old Testament priests had to make sacrifices every day for our sins. But they were never good enough. That's why they had to do it every day. The sacrifices weren't good, good enough and the priests weren't good enough. 
That's why we needed a perfect sacrifice. Jesus. By a perfect priest. Jesus. He told us about God's place on earth, how God's place started off in Eden, and then it moved to the tent, the tabernacle, and then it moved to Jerusalem. But then God's place in the world became Jesus. He showed us how the books of Moses, the prophets of long ago, Isaiah, Jeremiah, Malachi, Zechariah, he showed us what they're all talking about, and they were all talking about Jesus. And it all made sense. For the first time, it made sense. Well, I tell you, when that man talked to us on the road, it was like, it, it was like I was on fire. My head was on fire, and my heart was on fire. It was like my whole body was burning with excitement. It was fantastic. Well, by this time, we hadn't noticed the time at all, but by this time, we'd reached our little village, Emmaus. And this man said he had to go on somewhere further on. Well, we weren't having that. We said, you can't just leave us now. You've helped us to understand so much. You must come and at least have a meal with us. Have some rest. And anyway, it's getting dark. The day's almost finished. Well, he just smiled and agreed. So we got to our house. We washed our hands and feet and sat down to a small meal. We were excited that night. And that's when we realised. This man took the bread from the table he gave thanks to God and he broke it for us and suddenly we realized how stupid could we be it was Jesus who met us on the road it was Jesus who explained everything that happened and why he had to die it was Jesus who was alive and it was Jesus who was standing right in front of us right now well me and Cleopas we just lost it we nearly went mad we got up we were shouting and cheering and knocking things over we were so excited who could have guessed that was what God had planned. What a plan. Who could have dreamt that this was his master plan? And then we looked round and he'd gone. Jesus had just gone. We didn't see him leave. He stayed long enough to explain it all to us. And I reckon he must have left with a great big grin on his face, just watching me and my daft mate bopping around. Well, by then it was very dark outside. It was night. But we couldn't sit still. Not me and Cleopas. Not after what we'd learned. We just couldn't keep still. So we didn't. We got up and we walked. Well, no, we didn't. We ran. Well, actually, we danced all the way back to Jerusalem. Well, dancing, singing and laughing, to be precise. We went back to Jerusalem that night. It was still noisy and smelly, by the way. And we found the eleven disciples and, well, they already knew what Jesus had done. They'd seen him themselves. They already knew Jesus wasn't dead. We told them what had happened to us on the road. And then there was another surprise. But I'll have to stop there. Well, that's my story, anyway. Maybe you've heard it before. It's all written in this book, which Dr. Luke wrote. He was good, Luke. He wrote down everything I told him, word for word. You can read it for yourself. It's all there. Chapter 24. Chapter 24.